I'm Lauren. And I'm Cheryl. And on this episode of Lit Chicks Read, we're chatting Kingdom of Ash Part 2 by Sarah J. Moss. We are at the end. I can't believe it. <laughs> Which is so like, great. remember when we were starting and it seemed like these eight big books, like it was going to take so much time. I guess it kind of Well, has. it did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, did. it did take a lot of time. But I can't believe we're on the last one. Oh my it's gosh. Really? Well, the last one of this, right? We still have more series. Yes, we do. And a big... Um, request is that we do Crescent City and we will which of course we are of course absolutely I'm I'm actually very pumped for those uh yeah this is our I know remember how long it took me to start Kingdom of Ash I was like I just need a break before I die there was a bit of a break in there yeah it was like you had a little summer vacation from the series I feel like I needed it because that book is so big. And I think looking yeah. at the size, that's what she said, right? I feel like looking at the size of it was a little intimidating. Right. I mean, it's a, especially yours, your paperback looks even bigger than my hardcover does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's a girthy book. Yep. It's girthy. It is. Speaking of, I actually don't even know where mine is. I have it on my Kindle, but where did my, oh, yeah. oh you know what? I think I was filming some reels, but I have it on my Kindle. You were filming some reels filming with that. Them. I'm <laughs> loving them. I'm loving them. If you haven't checked out the reels yet, go over to our Instagram. Uh, there's much fun being had there. I have some other, actually, the one I posted today was funny. It was about Kingdom of Ash. I saw it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I realized? Uh, like, I, I feel like such a, like throne of glass newbie i said to my husband today because i was just like reviewing before we recorded tonight mm-hmm. and i said how many times have i read this and he was like i don't know seven <laughs> i was like yeah like probably something like that it's the first time that i kind of connected the place names and stuff with like her potential inspiration so this is just like me mm-hmm. i haven't like ch- fact checked this or anything but okay. you know when we did akatar mm-hmm. the, the the map and the geography everything sort of seems like the united kingdom right like yes england scotland ireland it all kind of fits it's not like the exact map but it's close enough that you can see the inspo mm-hmm. well this one is greece oh. and i never realized it like if you look you at love the map greece. <laughs> I love Greece. This is, and I love Greek history. So it's like, why, how did I not realize this before now? And what made me realize it was Rolf and the Mycenaeans. And I was like, wait a sec, the Mycenaeans. And I looked it up and indeed the Mycenaeans are like a real group of people. They were like the first sort of advanced Greek civilization. They And they were followed by the Dorians. Stop. No, really? Really? Like that's like legit? Legit history. Yeah. I wonder if that's where she got it from. I mean, it has to be. And then because even later in the book, uh, she they talk about Ilium as being like, Rolf is like, well, I don't know if I'm going to go back to Skull Islands or maybe we'll go back to Ilium, which they talk about as being the historic home for the Mycenaeans. Well, do you know what Ilium is? It's the other name for Troy, like Troy as in like Trojan horse Troy. Really? Yeah. Oh, so, I feel like you need to interview her and be like, okay, tell me if if I got this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I, all these I, connections. 
I compared my map and it definitely looks like a section of just even with like where the bays are, the gulfs, um, it, it fits with Greece. And then like we know south to the southern continent, that would make sense as well. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I anyone like, out there, how did knows. I not figure this out before now? I feel <laughs> if anyone out there knows our queen, Sarah Chimas, <laughs> yeah. please tell us if this is accurate. Was That's awesome. your inspiration? What, what are you drinking? It's a uh, IPA. Oh, is Hold it on theme? Uh, slightly. I couldn't find one that was like perfectly on theme, but this one mm. is called P- Play Dead. Hmm. And there's a well, lot there's of death. Of yeah. There, <laughs> there's a lot of death. I wish some of them were playing dead and because some of the real deaths in this section of the book really break my heart. I know. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, well, that's really interesting. I can't believe they're, they were followed by the Dorians. I really wonder if that's where right. Right. But speaking yeah. of him, that's actually a good segue because um, he, okay, again, I'm not over his character. I feel like he has not seen his mm-hmm. happy ending mm-hmm. yet. So I am holding oh. out that we will at some point in time, if there's at this point, we well, hopefully at this point, everyone knows there's some kind of crossover happening, right? In all of the it's been, yes. yes, yes, yes. So I'm hoping at some point in time, in one of the books she puts out, we learn that Dorian gets his happy ending because I am I not hope satisfied so. with how I it <laughs> I'm not. I know. There's like a there's like a hint, right? That like Menon is going to return everybody, take everybody home to the Witch Kingdom, but the Witch mm-hmm. Kingdom is only a few hours from um Rifthold by Wyvern. So they can have a little visits. And it's quite funny, it's at the very end, but Irene is like, mm, why don't you guys just marry each other? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, um, and oh. Manon basically says, well, we'll see what happens. And then she like gets on Abraxos and flies yeah, away. And goes away. So I feel like that's, there's a lot of fan art about what happens between them later. Oh, really? Some of it's a little heartbreaking because Dorian's human. What do you and mean sh- heartbreaking? Well, just think about like the longevity of a relationship between a human oh. and a witch. So at some point. Right. But can he ever, I mean, like. He's human, human. He's just human, human with magic. Yeah. Can there be like. I mean, anything could happen. Sure. Anything could happen. (laughs) There could be some kind of. Exactly. Just like bite him. Maybe like she can claw him or something and make him immortal. I mean, you know. Something like like, that. I'm sure we could. Let's let's headcanon that. Yeah. That's what happens. Gotta be some. Somehow. Yeah, anyway. it's quite sad actually if you think about like all the pairings, and you know we know that Aelin and Rowan are going to have like a thousand years together, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. most of the other pairings, I mean, Kale and Irene are both human, so they'll live mm-hmm. a human lifespan, and they're also tied to each other. So when one that's of them dies, they're be. both going to die. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's going to happen now with Lorcan and Lead. Right. He says that he he offers to tie his life to hers so that's what's going to happen with them so even otherwise he would have outlasted her right he's already we have lissandra and adian we don't know what's going to happen there so she's a human but she's a shapeshifter does that give them longer life i don't know that's a thing um, i feel like we still don't even he's really know got like fey he's got fey ancestry so is he right. gonna settle or is he gonna live a human lifespan and then he would be you know mm. good with her i don't know it's a lot of questions Lots of lots of unanswered. Yes. We need more books. A thousand percent more. (laughs) I mean, again, there's so much left unsaid. Yeah. So much that like 
there's not everyone has had their moment yet. <laughs> so no. sure, I'm just like, there's definitely more we can find out about the side <laughs> characters. Yeah. There's definitely more. Exactly. So well, you want to talk about what happens to them in the book other than their endings? We start yeah. this section yes. with Dorian going into Morath, oh, don't we? He's such a fucking badass in this. I love oh, him. I love him. Ugh. Except love he's him. not very good. He gets caught right away by Maeve. He's like, she's like you're know, not a very skilled I, spy, King of Ireland. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. So yeah, he's still learning. But I just feel like that's a very brave move for him to make. It is. And he like he does learn the shape-shifting pretty well. He takes all sorts of forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does sense him, but he still fools her because they have this like alliance proposed and he takes it a step further and proposes marriage. Which which and she, I gotta be like, honest, I was very surprised about that. I was I like, was super shocked. Mind? And then I was like, please tell me that Dorian's not like turning. I just feel like I never know which way things are gonna go in these books, right? So yeah. I was like, oh no. You know what I mean? I was like, how dare you? You know, like, (laughs) I was a little like (laughs) unimpressed with her that she fell for it. Well, right. Then I was like, okay, I think just kind of like, you know, pulling in a fast one. And is she really not stupid? And she is. Yeah. 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 I guess she wanted to believe it. But like, you know, they go, they, they do serve each other's needs for a little while there. He does get the word key. And then, I mean, she tries to like snatch him. You know, n- nothing. Well, happened. not in that way. Not in that way. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Although I was completely shocked when Erewhon turns her down in that way. Right? Because she, he, she yeah. remember, he's like, no matter what form you take, you're still my brother's wife. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. How does this dude have some kind of morals? Moral compass, <laughs> right? It's like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I know. You're basically the devil, but when it comes yeah. <laughs> banging your brother's wife, now you have a moral compass? Hard okay. line. Hard line. <laughs> you know? Like, how does that make any sense? <gasps> I don't know. Ridiculous. So ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we, that's where we take it too far. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he has like this poor girl, like captive in <laughs> his bed with the word key just like Hmm. wasting away basically like his sex slave or something you know she just lives in his bed but you know brother's wife right brother's wife (laughs) way too far far. (laughs) it's no fucking sex but okay no sense at all oh man but all right so he was good for a laugh it was good for a laugh i know okay So, yeah, so he goes, he finds the key in her, like a lot of stuff happens, but he finds the key, gets the key, and then she, Maeve, tries to sink her claws, like, mentally into him, and that's Mm -hmm. when he kind of reveals that he's sort of been tricking her all along, and Mm -hmm. turns the tables, and actually gets her, like, to where he actually cuts off her ability to world walk, Mm, so she can't, can't do that anymore, and then she's even, like, frozen, basically, and at the mercy of... Erwan when he mm-hmm. leaves and he reveals he's like what do you think I've been doing all this time just like sneaking around this place but he's actually been putting little bits of his magic into like the stones so that he could blow up the place when right. he left which he does right okay I have questions on this world walking thing because yeah. again sometimes sometimes this stuff just gets like so deep that I have to reread it like several times and then I still don't understand it it's like when I have to watch the shows with closed captioning I'm like that old now where <laughs> like I need to watch everything in closed captioning, closed captioning old. 
I'm closed captioning old. Anyway, so world walking, she's yeah. this with the whole thing with like the spiders and right. And like, I, I guess I'm just having a hard time envisioning it. So basically just means she can travel between worlds. She can travel between universes. So like, you know, when Aelin towards the end is falling mm-hmm. between yes, worlds. I do. Yes. And we see our so, friends. This is why I have another question. We see our friends. Yeah. Maeve can do that by choice, right? So she can just like open a portal Mm -hmm. and go from like one universe to another. So that's how she like escaped Mm -hmm. the one that she was born into, which this like gave me a teeny bit of sympathy for her when she was, um, when she saved Dorian because he was sort of frozen in when he found the room with all the collars in it and he was sort of succumbing to the darkness and she pulls him out. And she, she says to him, what you felt in there, that's why I left their world every day. That was what I felt. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I did feel a little felt bad for her a little bit right there. Yeah. Um, and then I laughed also because she talks about being a world walker because she's like, I'll go distract Erwan. You get in, find the key. And he's like, you can do that. He, she's like, I'm a world walker. I've traveled between universes. Do you think moving between rooms will be so hard? <laughs> yes. So like I despite my best right. intentions, I kind of like her a little bit. I, I, she I feel like we saw a different a little bit of a different side of her in yeah. this part. But yeah. here's my question though, right? Okay. 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 So if she can world walk and later on towards the end of this book, Aelin is falling and we see you know Reese and Fira like hey and well we see two places really we see Valeris Valaris yeah and before that where do we see um well I'm pretty sure it's Lunathion from uh Crescent City talks about a city uh yeah there's nobody there but the way it's described is what I know of it okay so I think she falls through both worlds which makes Again, to my point that I'm about to make. So okay. then, having read Akatar, yeah, do we think Maeve makes an appearance somewhere in there? Do you know what I'm saying? If she can world walk, and all of these yep. Sarah J. Moss books are connected within these yep. worlds, different. Like, do you think we worlds, have seen like, her um, already? Yes. So, like, differing worlds, right? I feel like I watched an interview with her, and she basically said all these worlds are existing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like just basically yeah. like on top of each other. So yeah. if Maeve can world walk, right? Like, okay, let's take Amarantha, for example. Was she Amarantha? Like, I don't know. It oh, just like makes all I these other thoughts saying. come through. So if she can world walk, we yeah. we've seen other characters come up that in are, this book. Right, right, right. Have we seen so, her before? Or is there some I don't know? I mean, I guess it's possible that she because we know she's been in this world for a really long time, right? But the timelines are a bit different. Right. So could she have been in in the other worlds? Sure, she could have. Makes me think wonder. Now Do I want to go I back and reread. Y- yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I bet there's and maybe she's not Maeve, right? Because she can she's yeah. essentially created. And she's, she's been hiding. Right. right. Like Aaron didn't even recognize her until she said. So clearly she has a exactly. different form um, than she had in their world. I do like how she talks about their form and how like with with us, them humans uh, in that world, that their souls are like invisible and like don't have a shape. 
Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's not how it is for us, Valg. Like we actually have, our souls have a, a shape. And she says you would find them displeasing. <laughs> but they have their bodies, they fashion around these souls, like to adorn them like jewelry, she says. Mm. Which I think is really kind of interesting. It's like backwards of us, yeah. sort of. Yeah. So what we see as Maeve or what's visible as Maeve in this world is clearly not how she looked when she was married to Orcus because then Erwan would have recognized her right away, right? Right. Um, so I mean, has she, she had different anyone. forms in different places? I guess so. That's what I mean. She could be the weaver and mm. Marantha. I don't know. I'm just thinking of all these awful people in Akatar. Yeah. For anyone who hasn't read Akatar, I'm not really giving away any spoilers at this point, but like. No. There you was another, yeah, there was another part that reminded me of Akatar when she was talking about the witch mirrors and mm. how there are witch mirrors that you can use to spy, witch mirrors that you can use to travel, witch mirrors you can use to kill. And it totally reminded me of the one in Akatar that the bone carver mm-hmm. gets, yes. gets favorite to request. So is that a witch mirror? Right. That's what I mean. So I'm just like, okay, well, clearly we know she can world walk. So where are Or we? could before. Or could. Now she's dead. Right. Now she's dead. But dead like, destroyed. Right. So have we oh, you know what? If she's dead destroyed, then maybe she would well no, because again, if they're happening on the same timeline, timelines, she's dead destroyed now. But if they were yeah. happening Yeah, she could have already she, done something earlier. Right. Is she dead destroyed when Aelin's falling through the world? Uh, no, no, because that's when Aelin's making the key the lock. That like banishes the gods. And it's after that that she goes and has the showdown. I mean, so she could have been Amarantha. I don't know. Right? Because that part. I kind of don't want her to be Amarantha because because then, yes, it's got to be a court of frost and starlight kind of timeline because that was um, my thought. Yeah. Feyre is pregnant. Right. uh, When she sees her. But I kind of. And then I'd like her. I would like her to show up, but I don't think I'd want her to be one of the big bads. Because oh. I feel like there's more <gasps> big bads in the world than to just have one person be all these. We don't people. know who Amarin really is. We don't, but I think we more associate with her with like angels than Valg. Oh, okay. But there is talk that I don't know how spoilery this is because it's just theories, but there's theories that someone we like very much in Akatar is part Valg. That reminds me of what Maeve says at one point to Dorian. She says, not all Valg are evil. Like the three brothers are the worst of them. And they okay. fashioned a lot of people in their image, but uh, but not all Valg are evil. So is that's it a main, interesting. Is it a main person? Yep. Male or female? Male. Reese? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> there is some theories about that, which we'll have to dig into. Interesting. But I guess there's some some quotes that have some parallels with some things, mm-hmm. um, some Valg stuff. Yeah. I including mean... including like his Demati kind of power. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just some parallels the way it talks about, you know, like Maves with the claw in the mind. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about this actually quite a bit earlier when we were talking um about the king of Adderlin. Mm-hmm. How he was trying to get into Aelin's mm-hmm. mind when she was just a little girl. Yep. Um, it's described very similarly to how Reese can do that, you know? Yes. See, so, yeah. oh, interesting. Gosh, I just want to have a conversation with her and be like, I have I really want to have a conversation with her. <laughs> Speaking like- of which, 
I'm thinking we have to move up our Crescent City timeline because there's an amazing interview coming up with our very faves, Christina Lauren, interviewing Sarah J. Mass. No. And I was I like, I was like, oh, I <laughs> must watch this. So I, I'm thinking I might have to, I might have to move up my timeline. When is it we'll again? See. We'll see. It's, it's not that far away. I feel like it's within the next month or so. Oh, shit. All right. We might have to. Might have yeah. To yeah. Because we'll I don't want to miss it. I, don't I know. I don't want to miss it either. And That's I feel a pretty like, epic mashup. Yes, absolutely. I'm insanely jealous and want to be there. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Can you just Skype well, in with us. Oh, <laughs> we can watch it though. So we can watch it. Okay. And we'll we'll post that now that I've said that. We'll, once we have details, we'll post them yes, on our page. We will. All right. We might have to move up our timeline then. That's okay. You know yeah. what? It's it's, yeah. it's pretty close. It's still pretty close. Yeah, we said we do it in the fall, and we're. Yes. You know, Ugh, weeks away don't from even fall. Say the word. So I know. Don't say it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I love the fall. <laughs> I had to put a hoodie on today outside, and I was so happy <laughs> because it was like cold. I had shorts and a tank top, and I went and brought my little baby cousin just for like a little stroller on my driveway, and I was like, "Ah, uh, cousin Lauren's cold. Like <laughs> we need to go back inside. I need a sweatshirt." I was like, do not. Uh, so uh, it was anyway, but I think it was just because the sun wasn't out anyway. Yeah. Okay. So Dorian, um, let's go back Dorian. To- yeah. So we left him when he gets the key and he mm-hmm. goes to take it back to, or to meet up with um, Aileen and all them. They have their little reunion. He weeps when he sees Kale because he's, mm, you know, know mobile oh, again. Yes. Oh, I wish it's I so I know. sweet. Oh, so sweet. So sweet. Yeah. And oh, uh and he destroys Morath. We talked about that. That when he leaves, he like collapses the whole place. Yes. But Maeve's not dead there. Nope. Maeve no. and Aeron definitely escape. Because we meet them right. again. We meet at Morinth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, love that. I feel like he's he super brave for him to do that although his departing scene which we talked about last time right uh with manan and him was yep. was sad but um i just yeah again i feel like i just love this side of dorian he i feel like finally has i don't want to say he's fully come into his power yet right he's still like kind of experimenting at this point you know what I mean with the shape shifting? Well, it's going to be all different now, isn't it? Because when they make right. the lock, they lose the majority of their power. So he says yes. he still he he has more I think than Aelin has at the end because she goes on. Do you remember that when they're like making yes. the lock with the three keys, mm-hmm. and then his dad shows up, yes, and takes his place, and they kind of push him out of there. So oh he has gosh, already yes. been drained of a bunch of power, but it's just yeah. he. I think he describes it just saying it's not bottomless anymore. Yes, um, but doesn't so, Aelin says the same, right? Yeah, she can see the bottom now. She used to have to like, or she couldn't, or she had to try really hard, and now she can right. see the bottom. But she also talks about just having an ember, right, and um, a droplet. So for her yes. fire magic and her water magic. Yes. Um. So I still think he has because he's still. Wait, is he still shape shifting after the lock? Do we see him shape shift after the lock? does he shapeshift during the battle i can't quite remember right now i'm looking at your notes i don't think i noted that i, I don't recall do if he recall um, either he 
because he definitely shapeshifts after Morath, but then he goes to Aelin, then they do the lock. And I just can't remember if he does after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, after flip so through later to ask. Yeah, yeah, they're like, <laughs> yes, he yes, no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's okay. We That's won't e- we won't edit and stick that in there. No, we will just uh, look it up for ourselves it. later. Yeah, it's all good. Okay. Yes. So so I just think yeah. I think he. I just loved this whole. Although I will say, I just feel like it was kind of weird that him and Maeve were like sleeping in the same. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't be able to <laughs> like, trust. Him. Same. I'd be sleeping with one <laughs> eye open. Yeah, right. Like, hell no. You know, I, yeah, that whole thing, it was like, just like a little he calls it like our room and stuff. Yeah. It's a little weird. Very bizarre. But anyway, okay. So then Maeve. Yeah. Yes. So she so, she has okay. gone there to like make an alliance with Erwan. Mm-hmm. He kind of is wishy-washy about it and not taking her up on it in the way that she wants. So mm-hmm. she does it with Dorian instead. Not does it. Makes an alliance. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the next not does it, but she does offer up her Karen Kui, her spider, yes, spider. Um, as like hosts for the Valg princesses. So mm-hmm. that causes a little bit of trouble later. And again, it's one of those er- times where I sort of have these weird feelings for her because Dorian says like, well, you were so easy to offer up your handmaidens. She's like, you know, I don't think I don't have feelings about that. Basically, like I shall remember that as long as I live. Yes. And I just have to remind myself that they did it willingly. Yes. Yes. I know. So. It's weird. She has, again, like, she's evil, but has, like, a, a small grain of, like, you know, a conscience. Some, <laughs> some kind of conscience. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the whole the whole not all Valgo are evil. I mean, she's still evil by our standards because of all of the bad stuff she's done. Mm-hmm. But I guess she's not as bad as the others and like Erewhon too apparently like there's a part where I think where she tells Dorian that he's he's the lesser of the brothers so the other two brothers were way worse mm-hmm. so I guess that's why Erewhon has this like he's terrible and yet he has this teeny teeny tiny little bit of morality or ethics also, I guess and remind me correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like Maeve also was kind of Again, as she said to Dorian, like the what you felt in there is why I left the world. So she's evil, but then it's kind of like, was she forced to be evil because mm. of what she experienced? Do you know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, she still did a lot of bad stuff in the timeline of these books. Oh, like, for sure. Yes. But the timeline of these books is essentially after her leaving the world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so do you think like the experience, her experience in that world? which was very dark turned her into who she is. Who, yeah. Yeah. yeah because yeah. essentially her goal, right. Her end goal in this was to get the keys. Yep. Right. And mm-hmm. what exactly you can, you'll better, well, leave, better explain. leave, make it so that the brothers can never find her. Right. She'll be safe. But then also to like rule that world, it seems so there's the badness in there too, right? But do we know for sure? Mm, I feel like, I guess, I don't know. Does she say that? Or because I I remember there's a time where Dorian's questioning her and she's just quiet mm-hmm. on one of those points. So she doesn't answer it. I know it's what mm-hmm. Aelin and Dorian think of her. But now you're making me question if that's 
accurate what they think of her. Right. Or like, would do you get she, what I mean? Because she, she just have up. like gone and lived in Dornell mm-hmm. all by herself and like happy forever. Right. Because she said she went through some right evil stuff. Right. Like in that yeah. world. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Made yeah. Her awful. It was dark um, for her too. She didn't like it. She escaped. Right. She escaped. And then everything she's done since then has been to keep herself hidden. Correct. But like so, weird, weird ways of achieving that goal, like surrounding herself with strong warriors, but, mm-hmm. you know, making them do nasty stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like being her sex slave uh, and, yeah, right. you know, torturing people. And, yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's very similar. But yes, but, but right. I'm thinking if she just like was, maybe she was good and then was made evil by all the horrible things that have happened to her in the world that we don't maybe know about right and then yeah, she escapes yeah. but she's still like almost kind of like coming for vengeance right like and just yeah. doesn't really give a shit who's in her way and is gonna be awful right. if it means she doesn't have to experience what she did like i don't know right. it just kind of makes yeah. you think yeah like, yeah playing Dang. advocate <laughs> i don't know I mean, listen, I don't like her. I'm glad she's gone, but I'm just saying. I'm, I'm like, glad she's gone too. But I do think Sarah laid that foundation here by giving us these little glimpses of like that she's not 100% a villain. Right. And I, I mean, think, she's a villain, but there's like yes. these, she's, you like, know, it's why like, why is she a villain? Yeah. And like, there's probably some kind of good bits of her. They just probably at this point don't outweigh the evil bits. Correct. But there are some um, bits that. If we had a lot more time, <laughs> maybe <laughs> she could, could have some in. kind of redemption arc. Right. Well, she but can't. So she's dead. She can't. She's dead. <laughs> she's gone. Yeah, it's fine. But yes. Uh, like speaking of her death, think. though, it does make me think. Uh, speaking of her death, I really like how that went down because it was mm-hmm. like Aelin, like weakened her some. Well, they fought for a long time, but it was almost like a show fight because Aelin mm-hmm. didn't have any real power at that point right um and then it's the cadre kind of fighting against her um but it's fenris who does the the real blow that weakens her the sword through the heart i love mm-hmm. that he gets to do it me and too. then aelin even says something like you know i don't think it's me who you've wronged the most yes he gets mm-hmm. to do that and then she like chops her head off and yes burns her <laughs> so they did that as a as a team which i love yes I loved that too. Oh, Fenris. See, he's Man, so poor Fenris. Happy ending. He doesn't have a happy ending. He's there serving oh. with them at the end. He's gonna he's has the blood oath to Aelin, right? Him. So he's gonna serve in Terrison, but um, and he has this nasty, she like splits his face open, right? Mm-hmm. In that last battle. So you know, he's healed, but he has this big, like two big scars down his face. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him have a happy ending. Just want him to have a happy someone in his life and yeah happily ever after yeah just love him <laughs> he's like happy <laughs> he is a little puppy i know i know he is um yeah he's healing you know but yeah unlike another member of the cadre gabriel mm-hmm. oh is- my gosh that whole part i was like <laughs> i think we were driving when i read that because <laughs> again this was a trip Kindle. yeah and yeah. so I think I was driving and I like put it down. I was like, no. And Pat's like, the lie? Are you good? And I was like, <laughs> I'm not good. Like, just no, like, it made me so sad. And he just did it like willingly, right? Like yeah, he's like, yeah. my it's all good. Like all happy. I just picture him as this like, well, I think I picture him older than he probably appears. Yeah. 
but yeah. he just seems like a jolly guy. I don't know. Like I just picture him as this, like, I don't know, like easygoing. I think like, he's a lot like Adian, but without the jerky side. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. really great, like leader and so good, like mm-hmm. really, really loves um, and supports his men that fight for him. Right. That's why he has like the tattoos all over his body for everyone he's lost. Do you know that discussion that he has with Kale about fatherhood? Mm. Uh, that was really amazing. Like the he congratulates Kale and then he's like, you know, I I didn't have the opportunity you have to see my son grow up. I want to tell you, even though I'm sure you already know this, uh, just savor every moment of it. And they talk a little bit and Kale by the end of it is like, I'm going to make Adion forgive his father. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not sure how you're going to do that. But I know. Um, <laughs> but they have this. um this little exchange and uh there's one part where kale says to him he he will yeah he will choose to forgive you yeah and then on 626 gabrielle says why are you so certain kale says because you are his father and no matter what might lie between you adian will always want to forgive you and adian will realize in his own way that you went to save aelin not for her sake or rowan's but for his and that you stayed with them and marched in this army for his sake too and gavriel says i hope you are right and kale says i wish i wish i had been so lucky as to have you as my father and gavriel says thank you perhaps it is our lot to never have the fathers we wish but to still hope that they might surpass what they are flaws and all and then he says i shall endeavor to be worthy of my son and that's why he does what he does at the end. He sacrifices himself to save his son and everybody else by closing that gate. Right. So. And now let's go back. So he, when did he leave? I'm forgetting because it was so long ago that, you know what I mean? He that, never knew that Adion existed. Is that okay. what you mean? Like he yes. never knew. Yeah. Remind me of. So all. really like he is not at all at fault here even in a little bit like um adian blames him Mm -hmm. particularly blames him for the loss of his mom because she didn't want Maeve to find adian because with gavriel being blood sworn to Maeve, Mm -hmm. there's a question of like what does that mean for his offspring right okay which reminds me of enslaved peoples and it's just awful yeah so she like hid him Away. So, so Gavriel never knew. And then she also like never sought out a healer or anything when she got sick mm-hmm. um, because she didn't want Maeve to find out about Gavriel or about Adion. So Adion blames Gavriel completely unjustly, which makes me Gavriel didn't know anything anymore. about it. Right. And I think he just needed time. And unfortunately, they just don't get that. Right. No, like he needed the time to come to terms with this. It's like the matter of a few months or whatever it is, the course of mm-hmm. the story here. Um, cause by the end of it, he, Adian before Gavriel dies, even starts thinking like, yes, we're going to be together. Yeah. We're going to work through this together. And they just don't get that time to do it. Which is so freaking sad. It's really sad. Oh, my gosh. And, and like, no matter he's like devastated. After, yeah. I will. Yeah. Say, yeah. I think he's having some major regrets. And that's the sad kind of regret. Hey, cause there's like yeah. literally nothing he can do about it. Right. Right. No, you just, right. It's you, done. He yeah. kind of wasted, he had a very little amount of time with his dad. Mm-hmm. Very little, but he did kind of waste the time he had. So how does he, how does he work, 
work through that without just being full of regret. But now Gabrielle's Faye. Yeah. So this is where I always get confused. I feel like I might have asked this in a last episode, too. They're technically immortal no? So then... Well, but they can still be, like, they would live forever, but they can be killed. Oh, got it. Okay, okay. They just don't, like, age and die. Yeah, okay. Yeah. For, like, a really, 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 really long time. Really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess they can sort of fade into the afterlife. I think we I think we hear about that with Rowan, like, forever ago, mm-hmm. like, okay. how that happened to okay. his parents. Like, you can sort of, like, you know... Yeah. Um, Adian, man. But, I'm telling you, he's not... But he, yeah, but he was he was killed, so they're right. not... They're very, very strong, and they can heal, but they, yeah, you know, he had his, like, his throat torn out or something. Yeah, so... Adian, I feel like, out of every character in... Every, like, main character, right, yeah. that we chat about... Yeah. I feel like he, of all of them, just has yet to really have, like, a character arc... Yeah. And like change for the better kind of thing, right? He's like so bitter. It's, I guess it's too quick, like, right? He oh goes my. from like he goes yes. from like uh kind of a hero who's mm. been going under the radar for like a decade. Yeah. And then he's like bitter when he finds out about like Rowan and the blood oath and yeah. all of that with Aelin. And then he's like good again. And then he gets all pissed again when um Lysandra is pretending to be Aelin. And then he eventually gets over that. Uh, and it's just like he's a bit like a teenage boy or something yes like he can't yes he's not very emotionally mature Mm -mm, not at all not at all which i think is what annoys the shit out of me when (laughs) i still am bitter over how he treated lysandra oh man when he kicks her out in the snow i I was like you (laughs) he like admits that he loves her um Mm -hmm at one point in this and then he even calls her mates yes Uh, but i guess they're all no i think he's a little older than a right because aelin's what 20 like it's not like she's very old no they're all young yeah yeah, they're all young i guess they're all yeah so i think he's i i like to think that he's going to emotionally mature with a lot of help from lysandra Mm -hmm. after the story Mm -hmm. um because he kind of had to go through what he went through i guess to do it we're just not seeing it True. Like we know him and Lysandra are going to get married. That mm-hmm. That's revealed in like the epilogue at the end that we're a couple months out from their wedding. We have Lysandra's sort of foster daughter of Angeline. I so I figure he's going to sort of be an active father figure for her in some way, just by default. Um, so and he kind of gets what he wants in the end in that he gets the blood oath to Aelin. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does lose his father. So I don't know. I feel like he does a lot of, he has a lot of growing up to do over the course yeah. of this. And I don't think we see the, really the full end of it. Mm. It's a little more superficial, I guess, than some of the other arcs. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like for Manon, for example, like her character arc is very, oh I feel very gosh. in depth compared to his. Right. And she's still, again, she's another one, right? That I don't feel settled on her story. I, this, I just feel like. I think you want everyone to be pair bonded in the end. Not necessarily pair bonded, no? but like, I just feel like she, like, what was good? Like, what is something good? That, uh, well, she broke the curse. Yes, she broke the curse. But I mean, like, she, I think, I think to me, I, well, I guess maybe I just love happy endings, but I just feel like I, I just want her. She had such a big arc 
she went from being this awful, like filled with hate, you know, killer to essentially like, yes, like breaking the curse, completely changing everything around and unfortunately losing her 13, which Mm -hmm. that whole scene was just like, you know what I mean? So emotional. Yeah. And, you know, falling in love. Okay. Like that's something she didn't even know was possible, you know, for herself. And so all of these things. And then at the end, she just like goes, (laughs) yeah, I feel like it's like a little bit of a, um, a peek at that she's gonna be okay in that when she leaves she kind of leaves with a bit of a joke and like her old Mm -hmm. like kind of smirk you know like we'll see what happens yeah yeah you know but even yes me too and also abraxos i'm so sad for abraxos because his mate died i know and that's where i'm like you're just sweet little and i don't feel like we get any right i don't feel like we get any of that (laughs) of because he's like really 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 hurt as well and yeah. he pulls through it but um, right. I know I was really worried there and all I could think of I was like I swear to god if she kills Abraxos I'm gonna get <laughs> I was so I was like reading it and I was like did I text you I don't yeah, know you if did. I you did you. I was like you I did. swear to yeah. god if Abraxos dies I'm gonna be so mad <laughs> luckily he didn't okay so but I was oh, like really worried there for a minute I'm like I'll be yeah so Um, this is what i see happening for her i see her like that was other than losing abraxos mm -hmm. that was the biggest blow that could happen in her life true at that point so i think she losing her 13 losing her 13 yeah so even bigger than losing dorian Mm -hmm. oh yeah well they're like sisters like you know yeah yeah and they've been together for like she's they're over 100 years old right Um, so I see her as being grieving for a long time, but going with the Crokins and the left, the remaining iron teeth, going to the witch kingdom, they're going to share the waste with Ansel and her people. Cause she said, remember Ansel said she would honor the borders of the old witch kingdom so they could share the waste. I see her going there and starting to like reformulate. She has like a vision at one point where she pictures what it, what it will look like, like the old city rebuilt on the shores of this river or whatever and like mm-hmm. witchlings running around laughing and just sounds so lovely i picture her going back and forth while she's grieving and while mm-hmm. dorian's figuring because i think both of them Manon and dorian at the end of this book they're not quite ready to just settle down into something yeah like they each have stuff that pretty big stuff they each have to learn how to rule their respective kingdoms true that's fair. right and restore them mm-hmm. like adderlin is not in good shape at the end of this book and and the witch kingdom doesn't exist essentially at the end of this book so they both have to completely rebuild and then i see them coming together they'll probably just like maybe she'll fly on abraxos for like a booty call yeah there'll be a lot of booty calls for a while (laughs) but i do love like i said before when irene suggests that they just get married Mm -hmm. and that that would be a very strong alliance too like between the witches and adderlin uh i love it I see that yeah. happening. That's yeah. what I think happens in the future. Because mm. <laughs> I want them to have that happy ending. I as know. Much as I know. That's, yeah. I just, you know, I just want to see them content. That's all. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. I just feel like it leaves on such like a, it's like after all this trauma and I'm like, I just, you know, 
But um, gosh, that whole scene though, the live Manon. Li- oh my gosh, I'm. I'm oh, just- <laughs> and she's so like- she's so surprised. But clearly, they have all discussed this and planned this. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, fully planned. And yep. I just that just broke me. It broke uh, me. And then also the yeah. morning scene after where like everybody there, like yeah. Morath pulls back once they destroy. They, so so Astrin herself destroys the matron, mm-hmm. which I love because she needs her revenge. Yes, on her. she does need her revenge. Yes. Um, And they destroy the last tower. Doesn't she so take it, her, right? She shows her. Yeah, she shows unclean. the unclean. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then. Morath pulls back and everybody that was in the in the city like Manon goes out to grieve at the blast site and everybody comes out and lays like flowers or a stone um, which reminds me of very Scottish tradition right when you lay a stone on a grave that just sounds so powerful that scene Mm -hmm. of like all these people that were strangers and probably thought witches were the enemy up until very very shortly ago um, they all go out and honor that sacrifice. And it was that sacrifice, you know, you could say it was because of Manon in a way in that it's her that led them, her that inspired them. Mm-hmm. But it was that sacrifice that is the reason, uh, like all that stuff happening and everyone honoring it, that's part of what broke the curse also, right? Like right. We, we get the little thing that a flower started blooming mm-hmm. um, way over in the witch kingdom. Yeah. After that. Yeah. Ugh. It's so sad. It's so sad. The whole book is, oh my gosh. I'm going to go put my men on shirt on after this. I know. I still need them. I have my, my, uh, Valaris. Oh, you too. I do. Oh, love it. Um, love it. I know. I need a, I almost wore my Rowan, but, um, it's a t shirt. So, and I'm cold. I, <laughs> I have a space heater on right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Oh so, yeah, my gosh. I absolutely loved. All of that. I think her character arc had to be like one of the biggest in this entire series, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, we get very little of Nezrin and Sartak in this, but we do find, you know, they do fight. Mm-hmm. And then we do find out at the end that they're they have their happy ending. So yes. they're gonna go and rule the southern continent together. And Emperor and, and Empress, Empress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is nice. We also have Kale and Irene, they have their happy ending so they're having their baby he's hand to the king dorian and then she's gonna open a new like a torre chesme of the north yes i'm adeline and teach so there'll be two um like centers of healing where people can go and live and then we got find out that kale's mom and his brother oh my god are gonna come and live with them as well yes i loved that too yeah yeah his dad gets an unhappy ending he's left Mm -hmm. by everyone as he well, deserves. That's what happens when you're a dick. So that is what happens when you're a dick. <laughs> you know. Uh and we also find out that some of the Rukin are gonna stay in Otterlin with them as well to train because they have found some wyverns like eggs yeah. and that are gonna be hatchlings. So they're gonna train like some good wyverns. Yeah. Yeah. Which Abraxo style. Abraxo style. Oh. So that sounds like, so Adderlin, uh, even though like, I, I don't feel like you said, you know, Dorian's story is not complete, but I feel like everybody in Adderlin is like headed on the right path. Yes. And I feel like everyone's kind of come together to help make that happen too. Yeah. Right. They're all yeah. like friendly now. <laughs> so, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, 
let's talk about Alid and Lorcan. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I like the part where uh, finally after dancing around, so remember she saved him in the last part. Yes. They finally admit their love to for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a thing in the Moss community where people are like, what did Lorcan do? And it's all because of this thing on page 729. Okay, hold on. Where, um, because they've sort of been, you know, dancing around physicality for a while. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. I don't know if I can. Can I jump to pages on my Kindle? Wait. And the pages might not have the same numbering because it depends on your font size. What? Um, but is this okay. chapter? Okay, what chapter? 87. Oh, okay, hold on. 87. There we go. 87, okay. sort of two-thirds of the way through. So they're in their tent. Uh, she's taking a bath i think or she's about to take mm-hmm. a bath they start undressing each other she's like i don't know what i'm doing he says anything you do will be enough she says enough for what he says enough to please me and then she says to him or she has a realization i guess she she says home this with him this was home as she had never had for however long they might share it and when Lorcan laid her out on the cot, his breathing as uneven as her own, when he paused, letting her decide what to do, where to take this, Alid kissed him again and whispered, show me everything. Mm-hmm. So Lorcan did. So Lorcan did. So- <laughs> Three words. They were like, why do you need I want more? <laughs> I know. I know. It's a black. Come on. I know. I know. That whole time. Come on. <laughs> yeah. But I love that she gets her happy ending and she marries. She's now like lady. She gets to rule this this um, district within Terrison. Mm-hmm. And because she's the lady, he has to take her last name. Which is very funny. <laughs> which means that he's Lord Lorcan Lockin. Lockin. <laughs> and I love when Aelin laughs at Lo, lo, lo. Yeah. Lo, lo, lo. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I will take it gladly and I will even smile when everyone makes yes. fun of me every yes. day. Like yes. he's just Which happy to love. be happy. He's finally happy. He he was just very bad yeah. and not happy for a very long he's time. He's a dark, so. dark individual. Yeah. yeah. And we also find out that Irene can heal Alid's ankle. They kind of make yes. a plan to do it if they live through the battle. So we can Which kind of assume sounds- that that probably happened. Yes. Which sounds, um, when she's explaining it, it sounds like it's very, very painful. I mean, right? I guess she was like going to re-break the whole, the whole leg. And... Right. I mean, it makes sense. And then just like the healing process and all of that. And, and, but I also like how she's like, you like, you know, you can, or you don't have to right? kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. At least the options there, but yeah. What do you think about how Elide changes her mind about her uncle Vernon? And she like uh, initially when they catch him, um, she says to kill him quickly after they question Mm -hmm. him. And then she changes her mind and they basically leave him chained up in a room where he's going to die of thirst. (laughs) Yeah, I I I love her character because, again, she's one who is way smarter than she looks. So I kind of had a feeling that she was going to do that yeah. because he deserves it. <laughs> you he know, does he deserves yeah. it. And he how she parallels it to like her when she was a little girl. And like, I was defenseless. 
yes. you're an adult. Yeah. <laughs> like I was defenseless and you locked me in a tower for 10 years. Exactly. So wouldn't let healers see me and I've been in pain every day for my yeah, whole life. I think life. I would have been really disappointed if she didn't change her mind. Yeah. You know, yeah. I would have been like, I liked it. Kind of let him get off easy. You know, yeah. you know what I mean. This is like, the, this is my dark side. I'm like, yes, let yeah. that man suffer. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, three <laughs> days of suffering is not over a decade that she's had. No. So you know, he can just and the, like the dude's responsible for a lot of shit, including having his brother killed, basically right. because he was yeah. jealous. He's so a terrible, terrible person. So yeah. Yeah, got yeah. what got that what you good with that too. But I yep. did like Agreed. that, and I liked Aelin, Um, how she kind of, I love that she kind of always lets everyone, uh, like she doesn't, she won't, like she won't do it for them. Like she'll give them the opportunity to, yeah, get their revenge. <laughs> Right? Yeah, like she does. Situations. And that yeah. goes way back too, right? Mm-hmm. Like remember how like she let Lissandra was the one who killed. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Red hair. Um, oh, the awful guy. What's his name? Yeah. Oh my gosh. The king of the assass- yes, thank you. <laughs> Forgot Aaron about that asshole. He's yeah. like he's yeah. nice he's at this point. Long gone now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but like she killed him, even though like so there's all these people that Aelin has grievances against, but she um is willing to kind of give that satisfaction to someone yeah. else who like, was who more really wrong. Yeah, right. like with her and like we already talked about with Fenris. Exactly. D- delivering that blow to Maeve. Yeah. I like that. I like that she does that. Like, I'll kind of get help you get in this position, but now you now you can do it. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, because yeah. you deserve you deserve to, you, you know, yeah. they wronged you. Absolutely. More. And even though she kills or is, you know, instrumental in killing Maeve, what does she do as soon as that's done? She leads the cheer that is going up, Irene, 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 mm-hmm. for killing Erewhon. Yeah. And Erewhon was bad, but Maeve was equally mm-hmm. like was essentially his equal in what yeah. she could do and her magic and what she could have done to that world. Yeah. Um, but instead of taking her own credit, she's giving it to someone else for what they did. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you remember on her like coronation when she goes out, she like brings all her ladies yes. with her. So it's like yeah. all the ladies, all the men follow behind. Like this is a, such a girl power story. Oh yeah. I, that, I think that's what I love about it the most. You know, there's all these like strong women and they're strong men too, but it's just awesome. There that, are like, the women are just so badass. So yes. Yeah. And I love that their kingdom, I think like that's how their, her kingdom will be. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's just really, it's really cool. And she also proposes uh, like, I think everyone should have a say. And I think this, and I, she's essentially describing a democracy. Right. Right. Which again, parallel to like ancient Greece, mm. Mm. like where, you know, one of the seats. I wonder of... if anyone's figured that out yet. Like, I feel like. You oh, I'm sure. Like, right. I'm Sarah sure. Us a letter, though, and just be like, hey, can you just tell me if I'm <laughs> right? I mean, that? all it took was Googling Mycenaeans because I was like, wait a second. That sounds. That well, I know, but still, but... it's just interesting. Like, is that where your inspo came from? Oh, I wonder if you message CeeLo and just be like, hey, can you ask her? <laughs> <laughs> ask her but girls. then, OK, so then I can't wait till. So if. Akatar was inspired by UK history mm-hmm. or like place names and and yeah. uh, mythology and stuff because we talked a lot about mythology then right like yes. the, the story of Tam Lin that Scottish mm-hmm. fair folktale mm-hmm. um, so if this one is partly inspired by Greek mythology and history what is Crescent City I don't know we're gonna have to find out we will 
again, someone out there is like, it's this. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to start to read it. We'll get there. We'll get there. I know. I know. I Um, am excited to read it because those look equally as amazing. So yeah. 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 What, who haven't we talked about? We haven't really talked about Aelin very much. (laughs) Aelin. Right. Well, yeah. Aelin, Aelin and Rowan, but I mean, we saved the best for last. Right. So there you go. Yes. So so we get them like moving, they're moving northward through a huge chunk of the story because they're trying to get there where the battle is already underway. And eventually it is the little folk who, who help them get Mm -hmm. their, get their, and she even gets to ride the Lord of the North, which is so badass right i would love to see that me too and i like how the tagline a better world is like all throughout this like that's what manon says when she lands at orinth like we're here to fulfill a promise to aelin and she promised us a better world uh but it's one of the it's a dryad so like a tree spirit that Mm -hmm. is uh talking to aelin when the little folk in the lord of the north come and and says she says, we'll help you get there. And Aelin wisely says, well, what's the cost? Right. Um, and she says, a better world, even for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what she gives because she, we there. remember all those portals open up right near the yes. very end when she's fighting Maeve. And um, so they've all opened up. I like when there's like traps or me too that, laid that we don't it. even know yes. yeah like the first I'm one where they the way they topple the first two wish towers because they bury the like hellfire yeah and wait till the the army gets over it and so that's what wasn't the hellfire those. the stuff that they found in that tunnel right yes yeah remember, like it's I don't the same how stuff it's it's also what um what rolf uses to fi- to power his fire lances Okay, I feel like they I'm, use it. They they yeah. haven't been. Yeah, I think it's the same stuff, but that's the that's the stuff they used to um to topple the tower, okay. the uh, the obelisk thing in Rifthold. Okay, way way back when. But yeah. same stuff is the stuff that they um that Rolf and his Mycenaeans used to power their like fire lances. Mm-hmm. Um, so they bury a bunch of that stuff and and get rid of the first two witch towers that way. So the next one is the portals yeah. and it's all the Fae that have been basically hiding um, for like even before the King of Adderlin, like the, mm-hmm. a bunch of them fled from Maeve and Doranel, and they've been hiding out for who knows how long. And it's them. They're there with the wolves, those big giant wolves. Yes. And they're like, those are what's going to defeat Maeve's spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, so it reminds me of that bit. I know you haven't seen this, but there's no. a one of the Avengers movies. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> where there's like a big battle, and then all of a sudden all these portals open and all these heroes like step through it that oh, you didn't think cool. were gonna be there. And it's yeah. really, really cool. That's totally what I picture here. So all these portals along the battlefield open up and these Fey uh warriors just start stepping through. That's awesome. Yeah, it would look really cool. Which movie is that? It is Avengers Endgame, I believe. Okay. Okay. Mm, I'll send you just a little clip of that scene. It's really cool. Okay. But see, so this is, okay, again, back to what I was saying before. So if all these portals are opening up to the world, like, is there ever a part in Akatar where Faye go? I don't know. Like, this is where I'm just- Yeah, well, these ones, I think they're described as still being in this world. They've just been hiding. Oh, okay. So I think she just opens portals um, from different parts of this Oh, world. I see. Okay, okay, okay. They're not but, walking through. Got it. No. 
Yeah, just like from place to place. I see. Okay. That was a really yeah. cool scene, though. Oh, it was really here. cool. <laughs> Sorry. Um, We're getting close to the end. Um, I get really, really mad for Aelin when she decides to take on Erewhon. Like, they will do that. They will take care of him in Aurelia. If the gods, when she sends them through, like, that's what this whole lock thing is is for right that the gods are going to go get, get to go back to their home world again another world walking thing mm-hmm. they're going to get to go home but they're going to agree to take arrow on with them so that mm-hmm. it like yes lets, right but the then, gods piss me off here they're awful like <laughs> except for one <laughs> except for one but because... i really did not see that coming either and no. I would be like, I, I literally was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah, they just destroy like, Elena. I was like, time the F out. I was like, we have just witnessed how many books of like all this stuff. And like, this yeah. is how they are. I was mad. <laughs> I was like, yeah, thank goodness she gets her revenge on them. Yes. Like opens up the portal to a hell realm into their realm and then shuts mm-hmm. the door basically. <laughs> so and they can't like, get out. Yeah. But it's like that Diana, that was awful. So terrible. So yes. So she explained the whole thing again, right? Because the, the where so, I use is all the names of the gods. Yeah, they are. Confusing. They're all terrible except for. Well, we don't Mala. know the names of all of them, but Mala is the one that um, because she's Elena's right, she's, mother, right? And she's Aelin's ancestor ancestor right yeah so she like gives aelin a little bit she's almost fully drained at this point but she gives her like another kernel of power essentially and is like i know what you've got to do just like do it um because aelin offers this bargain to the gods and says you know we'll deal with erwan here if you just like save elena because the the deal was gonna be that elena would be sort of vanished from existence, wouldn't be in the afterworld anymore with her right. loved ones. Yes. Um, and Deanna's just like, nah, we don't make bargains with humans and just destroys her anyway, but is like, we'll also leave Erewhon for you. I was like, what yeah. the? Yeah. Fuck? Like, bitch. Oh my Jesus. Awful. Yeah. Yeah, Awful. Really. And um, and she is Deanna the Huntress. So that is another like Greek mythology mm, okay. thing, right? Like Artemis Deanna. Um and so she's gone. Elena's gone. And so Mala is pissed. And so she basically gives Aelin permission to do this. So she like lets the gods go back into their realm, but then opens this hell realm into there. And I like right after that when Aelin comes back, it's she uses. So remember how all her scars were gone mm-hmm. after all the torture because yes. she was being healed and reformed. Yes. So Rowan redid her back tattoo that yes. was like where her scars had been. This and like t- so cool. tells the story of her loved ones, but then yeah. adds like this spread wings tattoo. Yes. And there's word marks hidden yes. in there so, so that cool. she'll be able to find her way home. Mm-hmm. So Mala says, just follow the marks and they will lead you home. And that's what happens when she like falls through the worlds mm-hmm. and all of that. Right. And so there's one part where she's referred to as being faster than a shooting star. Mm-hmm. Was that make you think of Starfall? Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, she passes by what looks like Lenathion. She passes by what looks like Valaris, Reese and Feyre. Reese uses his power to slow her down so that she can then land in, in her own world. Um, so that's what I, I mean. Like- How did he know 
I don't think he knows who she is. He just sees her and probably can sense that she's moving too fast and he slows her down. I don't know. I'd like to see that scene, a bonus scene from his perspective. Me too. Yeah. And so two things after this that I love. One, it's on page 811, which is chapter 101. Mm -hmm. So she's back and she's not human anymore. Like her human self has been burnt up. Um, She's just Faye. And she says Rowan is always at her side. He hasn't let go of her once since she's come back. And she says since she'd walked through worlds, she could see them still. Um, she could see each and every one of the worlds she'd broken through. Perhaps she'd never stop seeing them. Perhaps she alone in this world and all others knew what lay beyond the invisible walls separating them, how much life dwelled and thrived, loved and hated and struggled to cloud a living. So many worlds, more than she could contemplate. Would her dreams forever be haunted by them? To have glimpsed them, but been unable to explore. Would that longing take root? Mm. Do you know what that makes me think of? Maybe all the yeah. All I, the, know. I hope there's so. all these little hints that there might be a crossover that involves Aelin, and I that really right there so. makes me mm-hmm. um makes me think of that. But then I also love the the levity that comes with the cadre after she gets back, yeah. and Ga- Gabrielle's <laughs> like, "What does it mean for the gods to be gone?" <laughs> and Rissa, like, it's too early for that sort of philosophical bullshit. <laughs> I like I like how they lighten things up those boys they always just yeah they make me laugh oh man yeah that was just wild I did not see that coming at all like talk about whiplash so many times in this book where I'm like wait what 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 (laughs) you know what I mean so um but yeah I feel like I need to go back and read a court of frost and starlight to see if there's anything in there where it makes you think like a hint of yeah him recognizing like, oh, something Aylin. yeah you know? it's not like yeah very long like, I gotta go and, you know i don't know well it's funny because that book we've sort of talked about as being like the christmas special mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know it's like a little bit of a throwaway it's a little bit of like a bridge between yeah. You know, favorite stories and then move to nesta's uh but there's a lot of little things in there well, right. And she's little not bits of seeds. Exactly. And I feel like everything is always going to have some kind of meaning. Mm-hmm. So she's not just going to write a throwaway book, you know, no, like, no. So I don't know. I got to, I feel like I got to go back and, and look through it. But yeah, I just like, I totally did not see all of that coming. Like what a, none of that, like, that's just not how I would have expected this whole thing to end. And then I absolutely mm-hmm. love how, at the very end, the flowers start blooming everywhere. Oh, I was like, the oh. king's flame. And she's like, Rowan. Like, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Goes oh. out on their balcony. Yeah. Uh, and you know what is also cool? I think I, I teased this when we did our Throne of Glass episode. But like the last words in Throne of Glass mm-hmm. are, are tell me tomorrow. And then oh. that's exactly how pre-epilogue, that's how the the book ends yeah. here with um, her saying that to Rowan. Tell me tomorrow. Tell me. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I need more. I know. D- desperately. Yeah. I'm d- like not. That's what I mean. I feel like it was it was done. And then I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> like, you know who like is a huge question for me? Vaughn. 
I feel like Vaughn is a character that doesn't make any sense in this book. We see him once and he says nothing in like Era Fire when he comes with a cadre to defend, you know, the place where Aelin and Rowan are training. Mm -hmm. We just see him in passing and then he's like gone this whole book and there's like little references to him that they're going to go and like look for him. I'm like, who is this guy? He's like this this member of the cadre, super powerful Fae. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's just like out there in the world somewhere doing something like it just like why even include him unless he's off doing something important somewhere. well he must be yeah or maybe even like off world who yeah. knows so yeah. I, I i really hope we get more of him yeah as well as the characters we don't know because i just feels like a big mystery to me a big like unexplained character okay that makes sense i mean i feel like there's just so much that could continue but again yeah. i'm interested in seeing this third crescent city book because as we know and again this is not a spoiler even just looking at the different publications and the epilogues that are mm -hmm. in there's i mean you literally would which kind of kind of frustrates me that there's like seven different editions yes yeah but you mean like, you're okay. so you're looking at like if you buy your book from this place you yes. get an epilogue with these two characters if Correct. you buy your book from this place you get these three characters yeah which is so you get the mention but, yeah right. but you get the mention so therefore you know, you know the characters from these other series are gonna be in that book correct so that's where like the one that i bought i think i have two or three copies <laughs> i know because now i'm like mm, okay well i can't just buy one uh no she? so i bought where is it i only had one choice here in canada the special oh, edition for our big bookstore i only had one choice of whose epilogue okay. i would get but pretty sure between the ones you have the ones i have we're gonna get good selection so mine i bought one from Walmart, and mm. it's bright. That was a good one. Nesta and Azriel. Well, yes, because first off, anything with Az, I'm like, oh, okay, of course, <laughs> you know, gotta but have again, it. And this just makes me think if that's if there's a bonus scene, like those characters are clearly coming into the book somehow. Well, they're clearly meeting up because it says it right, right. there, right? Well, so. yes, but like not just for the bonus scene, right? You know what I, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now I'm like, okay. So my hope is that we will see, and I've already kind of gone down like a little rabbit hole on TikTok. I told you, my yeah. people, I was it's on- It's hard not to. Moss talk, not to. <laughs> whatever yeah. it is, you know? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. And I love talk. spoilers. So I'm I'm like in it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, look at this. Look at this. Everyone's I like- I literally mm -hmm. have like 85 videos saved Same. in my- in my mass folder on yes. TikTok. <laughs> oh, you can make folders? Yeah, you can. Oh, I got to do that. Okay. So yes, same. I have all these sa saved to then like refer back to everyone trying to figure out, you know, what the cover is and oh, how that could pertain to Aelin, you know, and someone's like, our queen's coming back. And I'm like, I yeah, yeah. And there's like on hints in there. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, to... again, TBD, like this is just all speculation, speculation but- I'm hoping we get some of our faves coming back. Yeah, me too. From this book. So what's from this series, which is interesting is none of these characters are listed nope. in bonus scenes, right? So, they, but they are the ones that people are speculating about based on the cover 
Correct. CC3. Yeah. I it's really all very hope. interesting. Oh, I really hope. I really hope. I mean, oh, we're, and while we're, I'm on we're here, only okay. months away now from the release. Months away. So that virtual event that you messaged, that you were mentioning. Yes. Um, it's a virtual event celebrating the U.S. paperback release of House of Sky and Breath. And that is September 26th. And that is okay. her with Christina Lauren. So we have a this month. will be a spoiler filled discussion of the book and it's going <gasps> see well shit all right we gotta so I think I might need to do my reads before that what do you think when should we start this I have so many books to read I know <laughs> and and especially seeing as this is so I feel like with the other two series you've already read them right I had so I but this come is the- to you exactly so now this is like your first go through and mine too which means like I can't come to you and be like Cheryl can you just like what's this you know explain this <laughs> But at the same time, it's going to be pretty fun to do a buddy read. But we're going to be like that. Um, what's that? You know that Friends meme based on like? Do you, what do I you know, know you know you, you know, know what I know. Yeah. I well, you know what? So here's <laughs> I can't tell I you what I know. I know. <laughs> so here's what we probably should do. You and I should do this like book club style, where like we say, okay, we're going to read this number of chapters, and then like just between us. Yeah. Saying that's going to be so hard, but yes. I know, but like, but we can do it like quick, you know. What okay. I'm yeah. 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 We can do it. We can do it. Yeah. It. But I just mean like, so we're on the same page and then like can kind of line up with like, you know, I'm not talking yep. like, you know, three chapters away. I'm talking like, okay, no. tonight we're going to read 20 chapters a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tonight we're going to read from here to here. Tomorrow night we're yes. going to read from here to here. Yes. You know what I'm yes. Saying? Yes. Let's do it. That's what I think we got to do. I think so too. Oh man. All right. It's going to well, be fun. Though. Of- we'll, we'll, we'll split it up with some rom-coms too. We will. But is a house yeah. of sky and breath, the first one? Or- no, that's the second one. Oh fuck. We got to read the first one. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be moving. Moving. I have to just like, basically quit. Yay, we get to read the first no, one. No, I know. But I just mean like, <laughs> and I got so much stuff to do. I got to put everything on hold. <laughs> but that's like, that's like 2000 pages in the next month. That's a easy. Oh, that's true. Um, come on, we can All do right. it. I know, I know. We can, we can, we can. It's gonna be. Oh, we're it, the trouble here is gonna be once we start, we're not gonna want to stop. The, I don't think the right. trouble is gonna be getting through it. No, no, right. That's that's what I mean. I feel like. Oh yeah, you so might have many. to neglect some other things. That's what I mean. I'm gonna have to put like <laughs> the rest of my TBR, which is just increasing. I keep yeah. like dwindling down my actual pile, but like my Kindle pile is. I've been I've been doing the opposite lately. So right before Steamy LitCon, which is going to oh, be yeah. our next episode, we're going to yeah, talk about. Yeah. I was trying to read as many books as I could by attending mm-hmm. authors, yes. and so my both my GBRs, my physical and my uh, my e reader e readers one, uh, they got neglected for a while. So now I'm trying to catch up on those, and especially my electronic ones. So my physical one right now is the one that is lagging. Okay. Yeah. I was able to, yeah, I've knocked some off of there, but yeah, it's like my Kindle. I keep getting, you know, you guys over on our Instagram are just awesome with like the recommendations. So for instance, Mm -hmm. today I posted 
uh, on our feed over there that I loved Pen Pal by. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. I probably am saying that wrong. But I read two of her books and they were quicker reads. Like there's not, they're like 300 something pages, right? So compared to this monstrous Kingdom of Ash yes. book, like that's a day read, you know, right. for me anyway. Um, but like those books just were like wild for me. And like so many of you guys were like, you have to read her Queens and Monsters series. And then I, I saw the series that. and I was like, oh shit, it's a series. Okay. Well, series. you know what I mean? So well, that, that one might have to wait, but uh no. I did see that. And a lot of people said that. So I think there's got to be something to it. Me too. But then I also have all these other books that I have in my Like Kindle. you just bought the From Blood and Ash series as well. I know. And a lot of people do like those. I also, you know, my love for Kate Stewart, your love for Kate Stewart too. I'm in like some Facebook group. I think I'm in her Facebook group. And someone was like, why has no one been talking about this book by her? So And everyone was like, it's so good. And I'm like, all right, download. Oh, the Madison Kate series. Yeah. You know, I want to read it's, that. It, it never ends. I've literally, never. since I came back from the con last week, so I got back, what, a week, a week ago tonight. And I've been reading one to two books a day since I got back. Like I've done nothing else. Do that. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it's we're in like the last uh, week of summer here for us over mm. here. And so I've just been, That's my so kids have been quite enjoying not doing anything other than, you know, playing with their friends, playing mm-hmm. video games. So it's been a lot of reading time for me and I have loved it. I, yeah. Hell yeah. I um have my kids go back tomorrow. Um, mm. I've already cried about it. Um, Because <laughs> my littlest is going to kindergarten. I remember what that's That's like. I know. Um, But I'm hoping that I can get a few more good warm days while they're at school. And then I can possibly like group my work in and then tell my assistant to peace out early. So I can sit by the pool. (laughs) You sit by the pool and read. Yes, you should. We have one one more big vacation before the, uh, well, two actually, two more, one more vacation before the kids go back to school and then one more before the official end of summer. Mm. So I'm planning a lot of reading for those as well very good hmm. yeah all right ah, so many books so little time yeah i don't know we'll get there but we finished this series i can't believe it i can't believe it either did we oh. have any good speak pipe messages from this one we I did think we had a couple that we wanted to play mm-hmm. 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 before we close this okay, out let me see here it's one message two times <laughs> So because King, because 90 seconds is not long enough, as she says, to chat King Mavash. So this message is from Brittany. Hey, girls, this is Brittany from Mississippi. I've been a follower of y'all's for quite a while now, and I have greatly enjoyed going on this journey with y'all. First off, Throne of Glass is my favorite series of all time that I have read thus far. Have read Akatar, have not read Crescent City. So, I want to start off by saying this book wrecked me in every way possible. Things I definitely want y'all to discuss are, of course, You Do Not Yield, the eye blinks between Fenris and Aelin, Manon, and the entire 13's growth. Um, Anytime I see or read Liv Manon or anything about the 13, I lose my mind and sob for hours. Dorian's growth and how he snuck into Morath like a freaking king and made all the changes needed for our story. 
Um, Allied is a complete badass. She literally saved Lorcan's grumpy ass. But then Lorcan did. What the fuck is that, Sarah? We need more explanation. What did Lorcan do? I would like details. Also, Lysandra is a freaking queen. She also saved everyone's asses. And Adian is an asshole, although he did redeem himself. Can't wait to hear y'all's um, podcast on this. Love y'all so much. Thank you. That was just the first time I was dying because it's literally everything we just said. I was like, so what did Lorcan do? <laughs> Brittany, we love you. That was phenomenal. <laughs> it was like some of the stuff from last episode. Yes. Everything we said. Was it yeah. not? We're spot oh, on, it. girl. Love it. it. Love it. On. Okay. Here is. <laughs> <laughs> here is part two of her message hey it's me Brittany from mississippi i'm the problem it's me again so 90 seconds isn't long enough to discuss kingdom of ash but i really resonated with irene and also the drop of water magic and that aelin was left over with after she sacrificed herself to forge the lock and save um elena all of that but I've been a nurse for 10 and a half years now. I did cardiac, now I do ortho. So the whole healer, the world needs more healers. Healers save the day. Really resonates with me and makes me feel, you know, very valued even in however long ago this story was supposed to be. But, you know, Irene ended up being like the biggest hero of the story, of course, along with Aelin. Because she is just an incredible badass. And her growth as a person throughout this series was just incredible. Um, I read this series when I was in a very deep bout of postpartum depression. And again, when I suffered from postpartum depression the second time after I stopped breastfeeding. And it just really healed me in so many different ways. And it really helped me with being a nurse and a mom and realizing that I can be a badass and I can do it all. And I hope that every other woman feels the same way. I loved that so much. But you know what I just realized? We didn't really talk about Irene. Like a little bit. A how little. she has her happy ending and she's going to open the a new yes, story. Yes, but why she that, was such a like, huge part in everything. How she killed um, Erwan. We talked a little bit about that. A little we bit. Get, let's give her more props. We should. Irene, yeah. Irene, Irene. Irene. Yes. As yeah. the crowd cheers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I really loved what she said there. I Me mean, too. it's, yes, it's absolutely true. Like the world means more healers of every kind, more than anything else, mm -hmm. really, you know, mm -hmm. um, like not just physical healers, but like emotional healers. Like there's so many, um, there's so many things broken. Yeah, that needs to be fixed. Irene's character is one of my favorite characters. Like, obviously, I love yes, her. I, I think us, I love Irene. Kale really like hit above his station with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I loved her so much. Yes, she. I mean, she played such a huge part in. I don't know. She just like, she, I love how again, and this is again, why you should read Assassin's Blade first. <laughs> just throwing it out there because that's where you first meet Irene. Yeah. And that's where they first meet. And that's where you see that whole thing that you just hear about, you know, later on in the books. But it really is amazing that the two of them came together 
back then and then essentially like saved the world together yeah in the end That's you know so do Full you want to just go from over... the beginning to the end yeah do you want to just re- um go over again what irene did just so that we in her... this book yes with Errol. so she that we learned in uh tower of dawn with tuva duva duva um that she could use her healing power because essentially the Valg are like a parasite right. in the human body. And so she could s- sort of banish them um, and, and retain the person left behind, which they didn't think was possible for that. They thought it was, you just had to kill them. That was it. Right. And so she essentially does that to Erewhon, but it just destroys him because he isn't actually, he's in kind of a, his preferred form we talked about how they can have these like bodies that are you know their jewelry on their um soul kind of thing but she kills him so it's it's irene's plan no sorry not irene it's elide's plan yes which is pretty cool dorian and lysandra both play a part in that in um sort of subduing Mm -hmm. erwan pinning mm-hmm. him there and subduing him and then it's a group uh, effort, irene yeah. yeah group effort but it's irene that does the actual healing aka killing banishing yeah of erwan yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's out, out on the battlefield while aelin and cadre are fighting mave mm-hmm. this crew is up on the walls of orinth killing erwan yeah such a cool again i would love to like just see all that play out and go down you know mm-hmm. um but yeah but it's, I mean but it's such a cool mix that you do need both the warriors and the healers mm-hmm. to save the world exactly yeah I loved what she said thank you Brittany that was a good message love yeah. it love it and we did we chatted about all those things there's just so much in this book to love gosh I don't know but I think that's how I felt you know what I've been asked I've been asked like which series now that we've completed this one and then Akatar, which I prefer and I still feel like I can't answer that because I feel like I love them both for different reasons so for me yeah. personally Akatar is always going to hold a special place because that was like my first introduction to it right and like my first falling in love with romanticy. Do you know what I'm saying? And like, yes, I do world and all of that. So that is always going to be right up there. But I feel like the story overall overarching, like the throne of glass story, first off, it is just so long and it's like such a hard, I think just Aelin in general, the road that she had to take to get to where she is in the end is just like, how can you not love that story? Yeah. And just everyone along the way and everyone's character arcs and all that, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I just love them both for different reasons and they're just both phenomenal stories, but I think Aelin is the ultimate badass. Yeah. I don't think anyone's coming close to her. (laughs) Yeah. I think Feyre like, just is a like younger yeah not literally but like a little less mature like has a little more growth she's not suffered quite as much as right. Aelin has right so yeah I love them both too and so 
I mean, for me, same thing. I started with Akatar, then I went and read all the Throne of Glass books. But Throne of Glass, I do say, is my favorite, but that's because the story is just bigger. There's yeah. more characters. There's more to love. I love the I love Aelin a little more than Feyre, just yeah, same. As, a, as, a, as a full character. So mm-hmm. same as you. I love them both. They're just different. Like, they're so similar, obviously. Yes. But they also have differences. And there's also the aspect of the, the young adult feel of Throne of Glass mm-hmm. and the new adult, like, racier, spicier yeah. feel of Akatar. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Different, yeah. and I love them both. Yeah, I just feel like Aelin... Like no character will compare. Yeah. To well, we'll see. Point. Let's 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 go meet Bryce and see. I know we do have to meet her, but I just feel like Aelin is the ultimate badass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, right right now, if I could grow up to be Aelin, I'd be pretty happy. Yes, <laughs> minus all her suffering, but like, but again, yeah. just for her to even come out on top, like having been through everything, she's been through I, you know again yeah, we're talking yeah. like she's a real person but yeah. <laughs> they are she's okay like, orange. she's yeah. real to us she's real <laughs> but oh my god hey, that's like your reel you posted today actually it is i know i it, <laughs> it was laughing so hard filming that because it just like is so stupid as you <laughs> You know what stupid. I mean? Stupid. Like, it's just fun. Fun. Call no, fun. I know. But like to see like the actual like fill, you know what I mean? Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. end of it. It's just very funny. Yeah. But, um, oh, all right. Well, I That's think it wraps it up. It does. And it looks like we'll be starting Crescent City soon. Although we have some, uh, well, we have to, we're going to do a couple other episodes before we do our Crescent City episodes. Yes. I like to read a book at least twice before we podcast about it. So we will, we're still a little bit out from podcasting those, but I think I, we will start reading them. And then we have a bunch of other romances to cover in the meantime. We do. I know we've got a a good little list um, going Mm -hmm. there. So, yep. As always, if you have something to suggest to us, come over and, and slide into our DMs over on Instagram. We're having a lot of fun over there. So Instagram has been a very, you guys get us over there. Mm-hmm. So um, it's been very fun. So if you're not already following us on Instagram, we would love if you did. And again, we have the link in our bio for our Patreon. It will also be in our show notes. Um, our Patreon is where we do a monthly book club. It's just a way to make it a little more intimate, uh, which is awesome. So all the information is in there. We give some freebies and stuff in there as well. Uh, and share, you know, some things that we're not necessarily showing over on Instagram. And we have different tiers too. So there's a dollar tier and then there's a $5 tier where that's where you're a part of the monthly book club. And then our uh, SpeakPipe link is also in the show notes and our Instagram bio. If you guys want to leave us a message there, like sweet Brittany did, we love to hear from you and maybe we'll do an episode. So I think that's kind of it. So yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Nine episodes for eight books. (laughs) I I know. Thanks for sticking around for all this. (laughs) But yeah. And then you can always go back through our catalog and listen to our Akatar episodes too. So (laughs) those are also good. All right. We will catch you guys over on Instagram. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.